Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? With your host, Louisa Barton. I want to be a famous rider. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Truth is, I help horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit with the bit, Louisa Barton! Yeah, baby! Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. We're cutting straight to some music that's rather important in this show. Hopefully. Music. Happy birthday to yeah. you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Paul. Ian didn't play it, so Happy let's go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Paulette in two days. Happy birthday to you. That was beautiful. And, what and are you Ian, getting me? In, 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 in our, uh, in our Just shower me. By the way, in our uh, control room's defense, the music was playing. You just couldn't hear it. No, we couldn't. Oh, it How was. would we know, right? Well, at least I got to sing. That's right. Thank you. Yeah. There you go. We throw it straight under she the bus. She does karaoke. We need to do karaoke. Oh, I know. Wouldn't oh, that be fun? Yes. Can you learn some horse songs? <clears throat> sure. I would love that. Ride Let's on Cowboy. Is that a song? Did I say that out loud? <laughs> I don't know. I can't even think of a song. <laughs> Save a horse, I can't ride a cowboy. There you go. That's Save right. a horse, ride a cowboy. How appropriate. That's Ooh. right. So anyway, welcome again to the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. In the studio with me, co-host and birthday girl in just a couple of days, Paulette Stout. She will be 21 again, <laughs> and she looks so good for her age. age. That's why we're I know. passing all the arthritis. <laughs> <laughs> That's a special birthday treat for her. Uh, Jessica Schultz is here with us from Pulse Center of Ocala. She's been pulsing me for the last few weeks, which is wonderful. And uh, it certainly has made a difference. So birthday treat for Paulette. She's getting her arthritis pulsed because sometimes at 21 it does happen. <laughs> We're going to start off with some news. Got a great show for you. I'm going to chat a little bit to Dr. Anna Kayot about coronavirus, but not for people, for horses. Uh, we've got Mike Smith. We're going to talk to you a little bit later on, Hall of Fame jockey, about the Derby. And uh, I'm going to talk a little Derby to you. And then we've also got uh, a segment with Jessica talking about Pulse, and she's going to do some demos here on the show as well. And then we're going to wrap it up with a couple of segments at the end. Uh, one with Tick and Sinead out at their farm. Uh, of course, Tick Maynard is a very well-known author, uh, very well-known for his clinics and horsemanship and for eventing. And his wife, uh, Sinead, of course, is very well-known in the eventing world as well. And uh, we've got episode two with them. And then we're going to be chatting a little bit about rehab and conditioning for horses with Dr. Alberto Ruyan. So we've got a great show for you. We've got a good lineup. Going to start out uh, mentioning some Florida breads in the Derby this year. A Thousand Words uh, was bred at Hardacre Farm. A Thousand Words, very impressive horse on the leaderboard right now for the Kentucky Derby. Um, Chivalry was on the leaderboard for a while, was bred here at Jack's or better. I'm not sure what the status is, but I noticed that Chivalry is not on the leaderboard at the moment. And then Rushy still is from Ocala Stud. 
Um, so well done for our Florida breads. And then Mark Cassie, a very good friend to the show who's been on quite a lot, is training in Forcible. He's not a Florida bred, but I'm quite sure he was here in Ocala for his training. So we'll be cheering them on, as always, in the Kentucky Derby. Not from the Kentucky Derby this year. Um, unfortunately, we won't be there due to a lot of restrictions on the barns. Um, nobody will be allowed back to the barns, except, of course, the, um, the trainers and the owners. So there won't be any opportunities to get any interviews this year. But shout out still for John Fields at the Hilton Garden Inn, downtown Louisville. Um, we've been running his ads for months, and uh, we certainly hope that you will give them a try when you're uh, heading out there for the Derby. It's such a lovely experience. They always take such good care of us. And we're very sad that we don't get to be there this year to share that experience with you, but we'll have to have a Derby party downtown. Are you going to do the downtown thing? I think we should do a Derby party downtown. <coughs> I think the, it would be the great. The Brick City, or what is it? Brick um, the Patio Bar. Yeah. yeah, I think that would be. Felix used to buy a hat. I know, well, I've already got one, you know, because <laughs> I was prepared, <laughs> prepared to go. Um, but I talked to Darren from the Darren Rogers from the Derby last week. Actually, he called me while we were uh, down there at the patio bar after the show, and he said, "Next year, everything will be back to normal. So we'll be back to having a Derby in May again, and um, that'll be good news for all of us." So certainly missed it this year. It was um, it was a game changer, uh, mm -hmm. certainly. Um, so many cancellations are going on in the horse world. Uh, it's been a crazy, yep. crazy year. <clears throat> everything from, of course, the Olympics to uh, everything down from there. Georgia State the Fair, National Fair. Yep. Um, the Ocala Jockey Club. Yep, there were several of them that are canceling. It's been a, um, a, a crazy, crazy year mm. as far as horse events go. Um, the Capital Challenge Horse Show Management did announce that this year's competition will actually be held at World Equestrian Center in Wilmington, Ohio, on the original dates of September 25th to October 4th. That's pending approval from the U.S. Equestrian Federation. For the past 26 years, the Prince George's Equestrian Center in Upper Marlboro, Maryland, has been the home to the Capital Challenge um, due to the issues with the COVID-19 pandemic. They had their decision to decrease the number of horses allowed and management made the decision to move the horse show. So um, a big thank you, of course, to the Roberts family uh, for their support of the Capital Challenge and the fact that that's able to still uh, carry on. And everybody knows and loves that, um, that venue, of course. And so um, hosting that's very exciting. And that will be the um, normal slated classes. And uh, glad to hear that that is going to carry on. The Wilmington World Equestrian Center offers 200,000 square feet of riding space, premium footing, and a new indoor ring with large floor-to-ceiling doors running the length of the arena that are open um, for maximum airflow, so less concerns there. Uh, and of course, we're excited that, um, <coughs> that they're going to have so many show series here starting in January as well, so uh, for our new World Equestrian Center. Because I was in Idaho Falls, just a couple of weeks ago, uh, I happened to notice in the horse news today that one horse is lucky to be alive after its owner says it was apparently attacked by a mountain lion. I'm glad that they didn't pay a visit to us while we were at Idaho Falls. Uh, this lady actually went out to feed and her nine-year-old mare, Gambler, around 8.30 last Saturday morning in Idaho Falls, uh, had been locked in a pen alone overnight. When she went outside, she actually found Gambler was broken out 
and not acting normal. When she got over closer to her, she realized that she was bleeding from both eyes, very sad, and her whole head and body um, had injuries to it. So uh, immediately, of course, she called the vet. That's the paw print. Mm -hmm. <coughs> Isn't that crazy? And that yeah. picture is from the East I Idaho News. Uh, they took that of her hand inside the paw print. Can you believe that? Mm -hmm. So um, anyway, the vet uh, obviously was immediately called and they haven't confirmed an attack by a mountain lion, but I'm not sure what else that paw could belong to. Yeah. <laughs> a <Come>. bear? <laughs> Maybe. It's kind of crazy, claws. huh? I know, Those right? Yeah, you're mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Crazy stuff. That's all my experience with babies. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we all got to take our first break at the end of this segment, but we are going to come back with Pulsing Paulette. Uh, I'll have <laughs> Jessica rhymes. Schultz here with us. <laughs> and we're going to have Dr. Adam Kayok from Peterson and Smith joining us on the phone. Stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. This show is presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital, one of the top equine hospitals in the USA with services including ambulatory, surgery, sports medicine, reproduction, and with doctors on call 24 hours a day. Check them out now at petersonsmith.com. The opinions of the hosts and guests on the Horse Talk Show are not necessarily that of Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital.
Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the second segment of the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa, Louisa Barton in the studio with co-host Pulsing Paulette Stout. And uh, also here with us, Jessica Schultz from Pulse Center of Ocala, joining us by phone. Dr. Adam Kayot is with us from Peterson and Smith. Dr. Kayot, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Have you been horsing around today? I'm still horsing around. <laughs> Sounds like you. We're going to talk a little bit about coronavirus, and uh, Dr. Kayot's going to kind of do a comparison for us between coronavirus in people and the difference when it is found in horses. Dr. Kayot. All right. Well, um, thanks for having me again. Um, so, lots of stuff on coronavirus. Coronaviruses are all related, okay, so, so they, they are all related, however, some of them um, present themselves in, um, you know, different, different clinical signs. In comparing the human, the COVID-19 virus with the horse coronavirus, um, they're two distinct presentations. Horses, coronavirus in horses, is basically presents as an enteric disease or an intestinal disease. Horses, it is it is fecal oral contamination, so a horse gets feces, ingests feces, um, and uh, you know by having their mouth on the ground or you know, rubbing their mouth on the wall where there might be some feces or whatever, but they ingest it somehow. And then it presents itself generally within 42 to 72, 48 to 72 hours, you'll start showing signs of fever, lethargy, um, diarrhea typically. They may be colicky. Um, so coronavirus in horses present itself as that. Most horses get over the virus just fine uh, with supportive care. They might need some fluids. Uh, they might need to be treated, uh, you know, as a colic with non-steroidal banamine or, or, or what have you. Um, non-steroidal to control a fever. Most of them will get over that within about a week. Um, of course, we're very familiar at this point with the coronavirus that we're currently dealing with in people where it is primarily, primarily a respiratory presentation. Difficulty breathing, um, inflammation in the airways, um, cough, uh, fever, those types of symptoms. Um, and, and so obviously there's, there's kind of two distinctions. Now, it has been shown COVID-19 in people to also cause some intestinal disturbances depending on the person. So it's not like it can't cause that, but primarily, uh, as we've come to find out, it's uh, mostly a respiratory transmission. Thank, 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 well, I don't know. I was thinking, thankfully, it's not. <laughs> well, actually, I, you know what? <laughs> while might you might be better if it was. It's pretty gross. But. While you were speaking, I had an epiphany. 
I suddenly realized that perhaps the reason that we ran out of toilet paper was because the horse people know that the coronavirus causes intestinal issues. Maybe they were just they were just they were just stocking up, getting ready for it. They were just getting ready because of the experiences that they've had with horses. That might be right. That might be right. It might be the horse people that caused the problem with the toilet paper. What what is it that what is it that makes a coronavirus a coronavirus? Like, why is it called corona? What's the morphology of it? What? what so it looks like a crown, right? The the virus does. Well, it's, it's the you know it's the it's the, the attachments that the, the virus particle actually has that makes it related. Now, Paulette, you're getting way over my head as far as virology <laughs> and that sort of stuff. I want to know the real Those stuff. Types of questions. I mean, that would be a virologist, but. Um, uh, you know, all those, all those types of, uh, the coronavirus has a certain, um, uh, oh, like, like the, the things that make them attached to the cells, they, they are all related. Um, the proteins that, that the virus actually uses to attach to the cells um, are related in all the corona, uh, coronaviruses and the way they replicate in the cell to cause uh, clinical signs, you know, so... Uh, and then with the horses, the survival rate is is really, especially with supportive care from your veterinarian right away, is the the prognosis very is high. very good. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, you know, even, even I mean, certainly this this virus, the COVID that I'm talking about, is obviously worrisome. But even still, the majority of people recover. Yes. That's you true, know, so, yes. The survival no, rate is in the high 99s for people. No, Still very no sad, uh, the loss of, pe- of the life that we, you know, we've seen, but certainly the survival the, rate is very good. The coronavirus, though, in horses can cause a laminitis, right? Because of the fever and... Any, yeah, absolutely. Any virus can cause laminitis, depending on how sick the horse gets, you know? Because mm-hmm. um, we, don't, we don't really understand why horses get laminitis, really, or why a stressful, sick horse will become laminitic and a horse that overeats carbohydrates will become laminitic. Like, what is it about those two things that are related that, you know, we can't figure out? Right. So, so um, you always, but, any horse that gets sick in those in those terms, you really want to try to do anything kind of preventive care for laminitis. Basically. Well, that's right. You're going to, you know, if, if, you're, if you're treating, if you're, you know, you don't have to go all whole hog treating like a laminitis horse where you're, you know, soaking feet in ice and all this other stuff. But certainly, certainly your non-steroidals, the anti-inflammatories that you're given to control fever are else also going to help, you know, control inflammation everywhere in the body, not just, you know, fever. So when, if the, if sense. the lamina and the feet happen to get, you know, inflamed, you're going to have some anti-inflammatories on board that will hopefully cut the severity off of the past, so to speak. That makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Dr. Chaos, anything else that you want to add to that? Oh, not really, you know, just... Um, Is it fairly you know, easy? It's fairly easy to diagnose the coronavirus. Yeah, it's pretty easy to diagnose. You can do it off of, you know, you grab, you can uh, grab some fecal material and run tests on that, and, you know, you'll get your answer uh, pretty quickly and easily. And, um, Maybe preferable you know, to a swab stuck up your nose or down your throat. <laughs> mm. 
contagious like it is in people or you know it can be yeah it can it can it can spread through your stable that's that's true that's a very good point point. and to horses mask up for that dr kayo <laughs> <laughs> no but you better get your stalls nice and clean yes you're right let's poop around better off you are let's poop around yeah Dr. Kayon, thank you so much for joining us again from Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. I'm sure we'll have you back very soon. All right. Talk to you soon. Thank you. PetersonSmith.com, 352-237-6151. Coming right back with Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. Stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. This show is sponsored in part by Hilton Garden Inn. Downtown Louisville, only five miles from Churchill Downs, Enjoy the two most exciting minutes in sports, plus a hearty breakfast and a mimosa, and let Hilton Garden Inn do the rest. Book for Derby 2020 now. This show is brought to you in part by Summit Joint Performance, promoting a healthy, thick synovial fluid, decreasing inflammation in the joints and improving the cushioning properties of the cartilage pads. All age horses can benefit from Summit Joint Performance. Our Facebook broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms. The Larson Farms mission is simple, to be the leader in quality and value. Richard, owner of Larson Farms, is committed to a positive attitude, integrity, dedication, quality, and teamwork. Larson Farms is committed to being your supplier of Idaho's finest alfalfa, a complete line of mixed and grass hay. Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. This show is brought to you in part by Summit Joint. This show is brought to you in part by Tack Shack of Ocala, the horse lovers candy store proudly offering customer halters, race tack, whips, blinkers, belts, dog collars, and more. Tack Shack of Ocala, one-stop shopping for all your horse needs. This show is sponsored in part by All In Removal, like jockey and horse, Shavings delivery and manure removal go together naturally and are the green natural solution too. All-in removal offers a great way to save you money combining the two services of quality pine shavings delivery and manure container rental and removal. Great service, great quality and the green choice too. Like All-in removal on Facebook now or go to allinremoval.com for more information. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Pearson and Smith Equine Hospital. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm your host, Louisa Barton, in the studio with my co-host, Paulette Stout, and special guest, Jessica Schultz from Pulse Center of Ocala, joining us by phone. I have the incredible honor of having a dear friend of mine, a Hall of Fame jockey, Mike Smith, with us on the phone. Always love having him on the show, and uh, his record in horse racing for three decades is absolutely incredible. He's won 22 Breeders' Cup championships. Of course, he won the Triple Crown on Justify, very well known for his incredible work with Zenyatta Superhorse that she she it was is 
and uh, I love having Mike on the show. Welcome to the show, Mike. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Having a bit of a crazy year, aren't we? <laughs> Boy, it is, man. It's something else. It's uh, something. Hopefully, I think uh, I'm hoping anyway that we're we're getting through this and seeing towards the end of it. I hope. <laughs> yes, yes. So do I. Um, talk a little bit before we talk about uh, the Derby this year. Talk a little bit about some of the challenges that you're having to face as jockeys with with traveling. I know it's very difficult and I know there's a certain number of days that you have to be at Churchill um, and be tested a couple of times before uh, you get to ride in the Derby. Can you talk a little bit about how difficult that is with people with careers trying to be uh, in the races as well as be there for the Derby? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, been, it's been really tough, especially, you know, this, this whole summer. Uh, you know, I, I normally travel quite a bit during the, this, this time of the year, uh, August, back and forth to New York. And, and uh, since they put the protocols in there, there where you can't, no one can come in, no one can go out. Uh, of course, it stopped all that. So it cost, <laughs> it cost me quite a bit. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't able to ride quite a few really nice horses that I normally would have gotten the opportunity to ride. Uh, uh, the good thing about coming up with the Derby is that at least we get a chance to go in there. Uh, before, it was going to be 10 days, which was going to be very difficult. Because as you well know, you, you know, go to a hotel and you can't ride for 10 days and you can't really work out. None of the gyms are open or anything. It makes it very, very unfair, you know, for the people who do ship in. Uh, very difficult. But they, they, yeah, they've got it down to, you know, to, to five days, so that's not too, too bad. Uh, you know, we have to test here before we leave, uh, and then take two tests while you're there. Gosh. But so it get, it's, it becomes quite a bit. But you know, whatever it takes to, to get to get it done, uh, we just have to do. The only bad thing about it is you can't you can't fly back in and ride, finish the meet out wherever you're at. So you're pretty much left in limbo. So. Yes. You know, if you're traveling over there, you better you better really believe you got a good shot. Uh, otherwise, <laughs> That's true. You know. <laughs> That's true. Um, talk a little bit uh, about Honor AP and about uh, how you feel about him and how he's. I know his breeze that uh, he just did was was fantastic. Uh, talk a little bit about uh, what your thoughts are about him and his chances. Well. Uh, not only is he extremely talented horse, uh, I really believe that the further you go, the better with him. Uh, he, he, he sure, sure trains like that, and he's run that way. And uh, you know, in the past, where he, where he, when he won the Santa Anita Derby, going a mile late, when we were finally able to, you know, to stay stay on track with his training, and and uh, he was ready for that race and ran huge. Uh, since that race, I wasn't able to get on him not even once uh, since he won the Santa Anita Derby, leading into the into his last prep race here, uh, which, which he ran well. He ran a second. He actually ran a, a, a they actually ran a pretty good number. The, the winner ran a 104 buyer, a uh, thousand words, and he, he ran a 102 with a good second, probably going a little shorter than he wants to go. He certainly wants to go farther than that. But I got to finally got to get on him the other day and work him, and he worked extremely well. Uh, I'm going to get another good opportunity to work him again coming up this end of this week and, and hopefully get another really sharp work into him. And then, and then a maintenance work, and he should really, really be ready for for a top effort, you know, going in this time around. Uh, you know, since the Santa Anita Derby, he wasn't able to do a whole lot. He's kind of a funny horse to work, uh, so he didn't really get do much in between the two. So, you know, with that race under his belt now, with the opportunity of getting to work him a few times, hopefully we'll be ready. You know, he's going to be, you know, it's going to be, as well know, an extremely tough race, especially with the way that Tiz Law ran the other day. Yes. You know, <laughs> if he, uh, 
absolutely agree now talk about how weird it is to be running a derby in september not may that has to be uh something that you probably never thought you'd see in your career right <laughs> no i don't think any of us would ever expect something like this uh at all you know and, and it, it's 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 maybe it's helped some of them you know uh, and maybe it's, it's hurt quite a few some of the ones that were probably ready in may and probably would have run extremely well aren't even uh, on the training tab right now so you know, it just it helps some and it hurt and it, and it hurts some. Uh, we just hope that uh, we get over there and everyone just gets a fair opportunity. And we can get this this derby ran because it would sure be sad if we, we weren't able to. So at least we're going get, to get get the chance to run it anyway. Yes, yes, absolutely. How could we not have a derby, right? <laughs> exactly. It just doesn't. It just doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't go with that. Well, we certainly yeah. hope uh, everybody stays safe and that everybody's travels are, are good. Is there? Uh, I guess there has to be concerns about the top jockeys testing, um, you know, maybe asymptomatic and testing and then not being able to be in the race. There has to be, a, I'm sure, a concern for Churchill um, and for the trainers and owners as well. You know, well, Certainly. I mean, we're all holding our breath, to be honest with you. I mean, you know, I've been, this will be probably by the time I, I finish all my testing over there, it'll be about, about 13 of them that I've had to take so far, so... <laughs> so far, it's been great. Lord willing, it stays that way, and, and uh, you know we'll we'll be negative, and we get the opportunity to to, to ride. Uh, you know, if you're not, you're just not. You just turn around and come back home. I guess. True. Amen. Well, we're definitely going to be uh, praying for negative tests for everybody and lots of safe travels, yes. a safe race. And, of course, we'll be absolutely thrilled if we get to see you in the winner's circle. We're always rooting for you. You know that. Um, Mike, I want to thank you for joining us so much. Um, good luck. God bless. And um, lots of love and hugs to your family. And uh, stay safe. Thank you. You guys stay safe as well. And, and again, you know, we're not without a chance. So I'm excited Absolutely. about there. Oh, oh, we know it. Listen, we're betting on you and, uh, and hope to see you with the roses. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. All right. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Anytime thank you. you need me, just give me a call. I know that. I love that about you. Thank you, Mike. Bye-bye. Mike Smith, Hall of Fame jockey. Probably going to see him in the winner's circle for the Kentucky Derby. We'd love it if we did. We'll be back in just a few minutes with Pulsing Paulette and Jessica Schultz from Pulse Center of Florida. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Happy, healthy horses live in fly-free barns. Don't allow annoying flies and mosquitoes to cause disease and health issues getting between you and your horse's happiness and health. Get your fly misting system now from Acres Pest Control. With over 20 years of pest control experience, family owned, licensed and insured. Get your free inspection with Acres, the best for your acres. Check them out now at acrespestcontrol.com. That's A-K-E-R-S pestcontrol.com. This show was brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference.
This show is brought to you and bought by Horse Boxes USA, the newest and most advanced way to safely transport your horses in style. Horse Boxes USA comes standard with a backup camera, horse cabin camera, and dual fans. Visit them at JJ Tack Shop on Highway 40 in Ocala or online at horseboxesusa.com. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the second half of the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I am in the studio with Paulette Stout, who is pulsing. And I have Jessica Schultz here from Pulse Center of Ocala. Jessica, thank you for being with us. Thanks for having me. I'm so thank excited. Thank you. Thank you for singing. Happy birthday. And Edward, too. Apparently, I couldn't hear Edward singing, but he was singing and you were singing. So actually, you singing. got really? happy birthday <laughs> twice. I assumed I'd be able to hear it, but apparently it was playing and then you sang. So you actually got two. I got. Um, I your really birthday is actually the 22nd, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so happy it birthday is. of the 22nd. So um, Jessica Schultz is co-owner with her husband. And family. Um, and family um, of the Pulse Center. I was very fortunate enough to have Jessica as a friend, and also she works at the CEP <laughs> with me. And when I heard about Pulse Center, several different people told me. Joe was one person. Um, I have been regularly going to a chiropractor for some time for some back and, and neck issues that I have. So I'm a big believer in um, alternative care, complementing whatever you're doing with your doctor. I'm never going to recommend anybody stops going to their doctor, as right. Jessica also yeah. would not do that. Sure. Um, but what we like to do is complement, because we know that there are alternative therapies that work very, very well and can complement what you're doing with your doctor. So I was recently diagnosed with something that is apparently kicked off by a virus. And I had a virus in March. I was very sick. I might have had the plague. Um, but the, anyway, what I was diagnosed with gives you a lot of muscle aches and pains. And I was very uncomfortable getting out of bed in the morning and moving around. And I went and I was pulsed. And it was life changing. So I'm going to let Jessica tell you about how pulse works. Um, okay, so where do I look? Right. You can just look out there. Anywhere? Or you can look or at me. You, you okay. can look at me. So I'm so excited. Or Paulette. You know, this is exciting. Um, and it's awesome to be here. So Pulse is PEMF therapy, Pulse Electromagnetic Field Therapy. And it is such a simple, wonderful, natural alternative. It's science-based. There's 13 FDA approvals for it. And all it does is it mimics the Earth's magnetic field, which we know drives all life on Earth. All of our cells are designed mm -hmm. to run off of this electromagnetic energy. And so what happens is we you know, get injured, our body gets older, compromised by whatever nutrition deficiencies, toxins, whatever's happening around us. All of our, the above, likely. All of the above, yes. and yeah. <laughs> coronavirus, breathing your own breath, yes. all of the things that are compromising us right now. Um, all it does is lead to cellular weakness, and so your body is not able to heal itself like it was designed to do. So when you come into the Pulse Center, we do office sessions where you come in for usually an hour, tell us what's going on with you, and we use our different accessories, which I have brought today, to target whatever areas that you have pain. And you know, it's not just pain because every single thing that ails you is a cellular weakness. And so mm -hmm. if you have arthritis in your hand, 
it's your cells are overrun with this inflammatory disease. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, but if you if you're sick, I have pulsed through sicknesses and not had to um, take a ton of mucinex, which is terrible for your body. I've just mm -hmm. pulsed my sinuses and my sinuses clear up. So I use it for everything. For everything. <laughs> um, I do have a family doctor um, mm -hmm. who I do, you know, talk to about different things. So just like you said, mm -hmm. it is so important not to neglect the, right. the necessity of doctors, but more and more of us are becoming aware of the negative side effects of a lot of medications that are out there. That's true. And and that's the thing for for those of us who are looking for something outside of that. Some people they are they're like I feel fine. I take all the meds and I feel fine. Great. But we have something that can help you that mm -hmm. doesn't have any of the side effects. It's not dangerous. Um, everybody can pulse if you don't have a pacemaker or anything electronic in your body. Um, so yeah, it's just, we're so excited about it. And, and you're going to put this um, yes, behind me? Yes, so, well for Paulette. Because I'm actually envious. Which is, I, am using, <laughs> I am using our paddles, which actually direct the magnetic field in between them. She's been pulsing her hand for a little bit. Um, and so we're hoping that she'll, you know, even Probably in a 20 minutes, right? time, she'll have a noticeable yeah. difference. Um, and just like anything else, we always tell people, if you've been hurting for 10 years, you're not you're gonna, gonna hurt. get better in that <laughs> session. Hurt. It's like going to the gym. You work out once, great, but you're not You're not fit. gonna be skinny and fit <laughs> in one session. a little bit. And that's what we're like, you didn't get hurt overnight, you are gonna feel better after your first session. You're gonna notice a huge difference. Um, but of course, we get young people with fresh injuries coming in, and one or two sessions, they're fresh as a daisy and ready to go out. Yeah. Um, you mean younger than us? Yeah. Uh, well, we're so young. <laughs> it's Wait, so sorry, amazing yeah. that you're turning 22 on the 22nd. <laughs> That's wild. Amazing. So I'm putting this. This is our pad. So what it does is it directs the magnetic field to whatever accessories we use. I'm going to put them behind Louisa, and she can lean back. There you go. And by the way, I had an absolutely blissful time in Idaho, but when I got back, I realized the difference when I wasn't pulsing for over a week, or oh, a bit less for me, because I'm a wimp. Well, and what? even if you're living pain-free, I'm hooked on how amazing it makes me feel. With well, this, little less for me, because I'm a wimp. You can feel it to start with. I'm a licensed massage therapist. Yes, I am licensed, and I do people, and I do horses, because I'm, you know, I train to do that, but, I stay in an incredible amount of pain. I cannot use a chiropractor because I cannot be manipulated. You can't be manipulated. Twisted. No. Yeah. Mm -mm. We so actually have got some photos if you're joining us on Facebook that are going to be coming up as well so you kind of see what it looks like in the office. Louisa, real quick. If yeah. people are hearing some weird noises, it's because they're hearing you pulse. They're hearing the pulse, yeah, on air. You're actually oh, hearing it. So this it. is a picture of, in our office, we have a pulse bed where that whole pad is on. And so your whole body is getting the pulse. That's the one I fell asleep in the other day. Oh, <laughs> I could create a video montage if I was mean spirited of every person. Of people sleeping. I know. I, was, I nearly said to your husband, snores. "Punch me if I snore," because yeah. it's so easy to relax and oh, just like shut off and, and go. And this is the chair. Um, this is the chair, and he actually he's sitting in the chair. The chair pad. The whole thing can be connected. And as you can see, he's using the paddles to target um, some area on his leg. So, and these photos are from a while back. Again, we also have so rings. So that's the one that you're using on my hand right mm -hmm. there. The paddles, yes. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I feel like I need to say it, these photos are older. Now we do comply with the mask 
ordinance. Yes, uh, they everyone do. Everyone that works in the office, we have masks and um, we sanitize I'm glad you everything. That and because, we actually yes. make sure that clients don't interact with each other. We have private rooms, therapy rooms with doors that close. Um, and some people come in, they're like, leave the door open, come in and out. But we also have people who, you know, they, they really want to make sure they have those barriers and we are very respectful of everyone's needs that come in. We want everyone to be safe and get their pulse and just be happy. And I think that the really, um, the thing I really want to emphasize is, and Paulette will speak to this for sure, and that is equestrians really put their yeah. body mm -hmm. through the paces mm -hmm. every day, mm -hmm. uh, all you day. Stay uncomfortable. Yes. <laughs> and, and if you've got body aches and pains from riding, mucking, wheelbarrows, and, uh, unloading hay and feed like I did the other night, and you're, you know, cat, you've got a, you're carrying a lot of heavy, heavy stuff all the time, and all day long you're outside in the heat, and you're, you're riding, and your body riding is, all day. yes, all day. yes, and, and core strength is so important, being comfortable, mm -hmm. um, and, and being healthy, and feeling really well, mm -hmm. and that is what Pulse Center is all about. That's it. We're already well at the said. end of the segment, but wrap us up with 20 seconds. Okay, well, yeah, thanks for having me on. And if you have any issues in your body, I mean, it all comes down to yourself. So come get them energized, get to feeling good and like where, you're meant to where feel. Where are you at? In we're Ocala? over, we're right a, right a couple miles from downtown in Ocala. Yeah, just give us a call. And um, Pulse, you can find them. You can like okay. them on Facebook and PulseCenterFL.com is on the, look at that, it's the website. There so like go. them, follow them, and make an appointment to go and see them. Jessica, thank you. Thank you so She's much. She's going to stay with us for the rest of the show because I'm pulsing. We'll be back in just a few minutes on the Horse Talk Show. Stay with us. This show is sponsored in part by Earthsong Ranch, improving That's and restoring health since That's 1998. Been off for a long time. What this show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all natural, non medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and service hassle-free and easier than ever with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. Happy, healthy horses live in fly-free barns. Don't allow annoying flies and mosquitoes to cause disease and health issues getting between you and your horse's happiness and health. Get your fly misting system now from Acres Pest Control. With over 20 years of pest control experience, family owned, licensed and insured. Get your free inspection with Acres, the best for your Acres. Check them out now at acrespestcontrol.com. That's A-K-E-R-S pestcontrol.com. The Equine Performance Center Ocala with numerous success stories and featuring the most advanced equine conditioning and rehab equipment available in the world today is striving to be the best in the nation. Find them on the web at epcrehab.com and like them on Facebook now. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. 
I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show here at Epic Equine Performance and Innovative Center in Ocala, the horse capital of the world. I'm sitting with the mastermind behind this incredible therapeutic center for horses for rehab and conditioning. I'm talking to Dr. Alberto Rian, and behind us we have the swimming pool. And I'm going to let uh, Dr. Rian tell us a little bit about why they have a swimming pool here, what the purpose is, and the benefits for your horse. Dr. Rian, tell us a little bit about the pool. Thank you, Luisa. The pool is the, the basic of conditioning. And obviously we can talk about the pool for hours and hours, maybe days, but I'm going to try to summarize everything in the 10 minutes that we have here. The pool is an amazing um, aerobic exercise. It's amazing for conditioning your horse. And I have found out, don't fall backwards, <laughs> that is an awful, awful rehab tool. How about that? Really? Huh? The pool is amazing for getting your horse in shape, getting him to better shape, right? And getting a horse that is that needs a lot more air power, a lot more um, long depth, right? You want to increase a horse uh, resistance. Beautiful, beautiful tool. And you have a horse that is injuring his back, you cannot put it in the pool. You have a horse that's injured. I mean, you can. It's just not going to get as better as it would in the other modalities. Does that make sense? Yes. I, where I grew up, we only had rivers, <laughs> right? And the beach. Mm-hmm. So the only rehab modalities that we had was the river so every horse that was injured we took it to a river and when our some of our colleagues have beach they took him to the beach that was it but now we have so many other modalities to target the injuries that are way more beneficial than than the pool for rehab now for conditioning again there's no better tool than the pool our pool is a straight pool and here you go. You know, we horse, we so we horse people. We're so passionate about what we do, <laughs> right? We we could fight forever. Like I can, I can, I know that there're gonna be people watching this show, and they're gonna refute, or fight, or argue with every therapy that we talk about, and and rightfully so because everybody's passionate. Everyone's got an opinion, right? Everybody got an opinion, and we love those. That's why we do really good documentation of our cases. So where we take the before, during, and after on what was going on, how we did it, and what the result was. That's why our results are so transparent, because we tell everybody exactly what we're, awesome. we're going to do and where they're going to go. And we have so many cases, and then you go on our YouTube channel and you see all these recoveries, and we tell you how we did it. And, and I diverge for a second, but the reason I diverge is because we have the evidence on how of what I'm talking about, right? How the pool helps me to condition these horses. And I, I don't know if you can see behind, hopefully the camera can see behind. We have horses in the pool from the moment we open to the moment we close. We just, that pool is our most attractive item because clients understand what I'm telling you about. They love conditioning the horses. They love prevention of injuries. So a lot of our healthy clients 
we encourage them to just come to the pool. And we have great specials where uh, they, they come and they swim and then they go home. Some people bring the horses for them and we swim it for, them, for our clients. We make it very convenient because I believe so strongly on the conditioning aspect of it that we make it extremely easy and accessible. Now, length and depth of the pool? The, this pool is a little bit... I didn't build the pool, right? So do not... I, don't, I cannot take the credit for the length or the depth. But let's put it this way. It is about 16 feet deep on the deeper side and also over 100 feet long. And it works perfectly. Horses don't get extremely exhausted from one end to the other. And being on a straight line, I personally, this is my personal opinion, I like it because I get to control the, um, how straight the horse goes. So I feel like I am working a horse on a straight, I feel like working a horse on a straight line gets me an advantage to help uh, with the position of the muscles of that horse versus going around, going round. You could imagine that if you go all the way and you do 20 laps to the left, you could develop a little bit of uneven muscles, yes, right? you certainly could. Just so, like in a round pen if you go one way and not the other, right? <laughs> pure opinion, right? Pure opinion, I have no evidence to prove you for this. It makes sense though. It makes, it makes sense to, at least to us, mm -hmm. the ones who do it every day. <laughs> yes. Right. So it's definitely an amazing tool and an amazing conditioning tool. And everybody who has a healthy horse that is not lame, that is looking to be a high athletic performer or a medium athletic performer should go into the pool. How sure. many times a week would you recommend it for conditioning? Two or three? You see these horses that are coming back there that you see right now, they they come up to five times a week sometimes. Yes. Really? The horse will tell you, some horses are really good athletes. We have had here horses that are um, endurance horses. They can take it five days a week yeah, and sure. do great. Yeah. And we have had horses that are not such great athletes that they can take it three or four times a week. One cool thing that we offer is that we do monitor we monitor the heart rate. So if a client wants that was to know my next question. Yes. If the <laughs> if the client wants to know, hey, how much should we push him? We have rehab trained people, we put a heart monitor, and then we figure out how much should we go. Right? Because you don't wanna you don't wanna overdo it and you don't wanna underdo it. Right. So you monitor the heart rate every day, the distance that it went, mm -hmm. and then you can use that statistic and increase that every day or increase it per week. Whatever the goal between you and your horse is, we help you achieve it. With so you might come once, first time your horse might just go through once and then yes. you might build up to going through more times. We one and the first time if a horse has never swim, once or twice. And some horses obviously will require a lot more training than others. Some horses love the water. I, we have had horses that just go literally diving <laughs> into the water. Love it. And we have had horses, which are very few, but we have horses that completely abhor the water. Really? They do not like it. But once they go in and they get the feel of it, seems like it's innate on them. They all, they all end up liking it. Once in a while, we have a horse that will not go, and we, we try not to push it. Right. We try not to, not to be rough with them. We don't want to give them a bad experience. So once in a while, we have a horse that we just don't put it, that doesn't want to go in. And, and you don't uh, want to make it a bad you, experience. Yeah, you, right. you really don't. Yeah, that makes but sense. But that's the minimum. Um, maybe three horses a year or something like that out really? of 
out of uh, out of hundreds, hundreds right. and hundreds. Yes. Now you always have two people. I see one each side. Two or three people. Two or three. Because we like to keep two people on the halter, mm -hmm. right? And then the other person in case. Mm -hmm. And the other person can do. Sometimes we have a, a horse that just needs a little bit of encouragement mm -hmm. to get in. Mm -hmm. That third person can do. The two people in the front will give you a good balance mm -hmm. on the side. Seldom we put a tail, mm -hmm. a person in the tail. Really? If, yes, if a, if a horse has a... Uh, if a horse is, is not well balanced and we notice it, and at the beginning we need to help him out, we put someone on the tail. Wow, really? Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. neat. Yes. So have you ever had a horse totally panic in the... We have. We have. Ha we have had horses that completely stop swimming. Really? Yep. They stop and they say, I'm here. <laughs> and I don't know if it's that they panic or that they just say, okay, you just have to, I'm too relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> but we have horses that have completely stopped swimming and we have had to just bring them out. We just pull them out. Just pull them out. Yes. We have a horse, we had a horse that... When diving all the way in. Oh my goodness. Yes, like a scuba diver. <laughs> it came up just fine. Really? Mm -hmm. um, we also had a horse that was so excited to get out that I've only seen this in four years now. It went out through the middle of the pool. It was so strong. Really? Yes. So we see all the. It's just one all. All the crazy <laughs> things we see them on the pool. However, they all have a great outcome. That's incredible. Learning about the swimming pool here at EPIC, the Equine Performance Innovative Center, here in the horse capital of the world with Dr. Alberto Ruyan. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show. The Equine Performance Center Ocala with numerous success stories and featuring the most advanced equine conditioning and rehab equipment available in the world today is striving to be the best in the nation. Find them on the web at epcrehab.com and like them on Facebook now. Acres Pest Control offers a variety of professional pest control services for farm owners, residential and commercial customers. Control pests, fire ants, mosquitoes, rodents and more. Also offering fly misting systems with speedy response, friendly service and effective pest control techniques. No contracts and affordable, effective pest control. Acres, A-K-E-R-S, is the best for your acres. Check them out now at acrespestcontrol.com. This show was brought to you in part by TT Distributors on West Highway 40. Stock up for summer and fly season now with fly masks, fly control and spray, vaccines, and all you need for a Florida summer. Tons of farrier supplies, healthcare, and stable supplies at TT Distributors. Like them on Facebook or online at ttdistributors.com. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala. Experience the difference in buying. Palm makes it simple with no pressure, the best sales staff, and lots of inventory. Experience the difference at Palm Chevy in Ocala or online at palmchevrolet.com. Palm Chevy, find new roads. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. With your host, Louisa Barton. What does it feel like to be in love with a horse? Presented this hour by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy store. Now, here's your pretty, pretty Louisa Barton. You're fab. You're switched on. You're a bit of all right. Yes. <laughs> 
back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Aren't you lucky that when we came back, I wasn't... <laughs> because I'm pulsing right here. It's amazing. And, and Paulette has actually been pulsing Paulette for the entire show. Yeah. And... Um, I know she's not going to get like a, a miracle overnight on her first treatment, but I no. know she's going to feel better later and tomorrow, isn't she? Oh, for sure. Tomorrow you'll feel better than right after. Yes, you will. You're going to feel real. I promise you. It's, and I'm just going to give you a warning. It should come with a warning. You will become <laughs> addicted. May cause miraculous results. <laughs> yes. We are going to switch over to a, a segment that we did in the uh, series with Tick and Sinead, and we are actually at Copperline Farm uh, for this. And, and Tick, of course, is a very well-known uh, equestrian in the eventing world, as well as in horsemanship, and an author of In the Middle Are the Horsemen, and with his wife, who is a top eventer, uh, Sinead, at their farm, and just chatting to them in, in segment two of the series with them. I hope you enjoy it. We'll be back to wrap the show up afterwards. Stay with us. Enjoy. I'm Louisa Barton with the Horse Talk Show here at Copperline Farm in Citra, just north of Ocala, the horse capital of the world, visiting with Sinead Halpin and Tick Maynard at their farm. We've been chatting a little bit about their childhood, and actually a little bit of Sinead's and a little bit of Tick's is a, a little very similar to mine. I did some fox hunting and I did a lot of pony club and Gymkhana and I did a little bit of eventing so I can kind of relate to both worlds. Going to take it over to Sinead and tell us a little bit about her and Tick's meeting. <laughs> well it's actually pretty funny because um, the first time we met actually uh, Tick worked for me at a horse show for the weekend <laughs> and I was up in Aiken, South Carolina and, and one of the uh, competitions had gotten snowed out and I called a friend of mine, Max, who worked for David and Karen O'Connor and I'd ridden with them forever and I said I'm coming down with four really nice horses but the girl who helps me can't come do you have anybody that can help me on the weekend um, and she just said uh, well we have this guy here from the, from Canada and I immediately said well how old is he and she said I don't know 26 or 27 and I was like oh no I really need somebody that's good like I, I can't you know and, and I didn't realize that Tick was standing right next to Max when this was going on. And, and Max just said, well, he can at least dump a water bucket, right? And I said, okay, fine. So we get to the horse show and um, I'm driving in and it's like somehow in this sea of trailers, I could pick Tick right out because he comes running over. He's got his camera uh, over his shoulder and he's got this huge goofy grin on and I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be a weekend. I was I was not like this is love at first sight. <laughs> I was like this Canadian guy. <laughs> I know. Um, so interestingly enough, it, it probably was another two years before we ended up dating. I mean, he helped me that weekend, and our paths bizarrely kept crossing. Um, at that point, he was working for David and Karen. Um, the next winter, I had been riding with Ann Krasinski, and I ended up selling a horse to her partner, Hoffie. And I, on my second conversation with Ann, she said, oh, we have a friend of yours that's working here. And she said, this guy, Tick Maynard. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and, um, so Tick started texting, are you going to bring the horse down? Or, And I said, no. <laughs> I'm going to ship it down. Um, and anyway, uh, I think it was a year after that, he ended up sending me a message on Facebook saying he had moved to New Jersey to work full-time for Anne, who happened to live about 20 minutes away from where I was living at the time. So it was kind of crazy how everything started crossing paths. But 
Yeah, so the first time he was he was my groom. <laughs> so what about you, Tick? Love at first sight? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was love at first sight, and then I had to follow. I had to follow her around the world. Yeah. From Florida, from Ocala to, to Wellington, and then up to New Jersey, and uh, <laughs> but once once I had her in in my sights, you know, it was inevitable. I think, uh, and I just had to stalk her. <laughs> so, so how did you ask for the first date? Well, we went on a few good dates. I don't know if I remember our exact first date because we started hanging out like with the horses and stuff. But we went to New Hope uh, a few times, which is a cute little town in New Jersey, right on the river. Um, and I worked, I worked pretty long hours and pretty full days. And sometimes she would come over to my barn after work. Um, sometimes I would go over to her place um, after work. I remember I, on Christmas Day, that first year that we started dating, I worked the whole day on Christmas Day, and then I went over and I was exhausted. And I spent the evening with her and the people from her barn. Um, spent Christmas dinner with them. And actually that day, Sinead was nice enough to clip my horse for me. Do you remember that, Sinead? <laughs> I, had a, I had a mare, Sapphire, who's actually in the book, and uh, we don't include this story in the book, but uh, maybe Sinead can tell that story. That's a good story. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's so funny. So I thought I, we, I'd go and help Tick. He was going to Wellington the next day and I thought I can clip this horse, but she did not like clippers. So he was out moving jumps and I said, no problem. I can, I can give her some tranquilizer sedator. And she was like not having it. And, um, anyway, I gave her a little bit more and a little bit more just so I could stay safe because she would kick. Um, and then she went from being totally fine to f like, laying down on the crosshairs and I'm screaming I'm like I've just killed my boyfriend's horse I've just killed this horse and I'm yelling and yelling I'm calling him and he's on the tractor so he's not answering and some of the guys in the barn came over and I'm, I'm like kicking this horse trying to get it up and finally like it, she stood up she was fine I ended up clipping her and he came in like 20 minutes later and he's like why do I have 10 missed calls I'm like oh sorry I just couldn't find the blades <laughs> like I think I told him that story like a year later what actually was going on so um yeah that she she's still very much alive <laughs> oh good and then really quick at the end of this segment what about the proposal how did you do that well uh i i'd had that in mind for about a year before i actually proposed i had um my grandmother's ring i actually had a couple rings i went with you know, to a safety deposit box in Vancouver with my mom. And we looked at a couple pieces of jewelry that she had in her family for a few generations. And we, we picked out a, a ring together and I took it back to the East Coast with me. And the first time I thought about um, proposing, we were in North Carolina in Charlotte, I think. And we were out for a walk and we were, uh, it was a nice day like this, like, you know, cool, windy, sunny. And, and we were walking along and I said, Sinead, I, I just want to, talk to you about something and and I said can we just sit down on the this bench for a sec this is kind of romantic here and uh and she must have thought that I was I don't know what she thought but she was like no I mean I'm in a hurry we got to go we got to go do this we got to go see that we got to go do this and I was like well fine I was like Hurricane, like Tornado Alley at the Omnimax, yeah. and I was like, we're gonna miss it. We're gonna, yeah. <laughs> That's really cool. Uh, so we're gonna wrap this segment up. We got more uh, with uh, Sinead and Tick, and uh, and and we're gonna come back, and you gotta tune back in and hear a little bit about their accomplishments, their mentors, and then meet Brooks, of course, the little chap, and hopefully we'll get Ferdinand back over here as well. Wrapping this segment up, I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show. 
back on the last couple of minutes of the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to our guests in here. Um, we've had an absolutely wonderful show. Thank you for Mike Smith for joining us uh, by phone to share some uh, of the upcoming derby and the challenges they're certainly going to face. Jessica Schultz, thank you. Um, for pulsing me. I always feel better after being pulsed. Make sure you check them out and make your appointment. I'm going to get Paulette there next week as a birthday treat and get her a second session, but she may never leave. She might not want to go home. <laughs> Jessica might have to stay. <laughs> okay. We've got lots more in the series with Tick and Sinead. I'm very excited to tell you that we have a series we're going to be starting soon from the Gypsy Gold Farm Tour with uh, Dennis and Erin. I know you're going to love the stories of the um, the mule mums and the wonderful gypsy vanners and the most favorite thing to do on TripAdvisor here in our area and also on the top 10 including all the Disney parks in all of Central Florida so I know you're going to love that series we have lots of gypsy vanners and mules for you and lots of fun whether you are in Ocala Marion County Florida the horse capital of the world or not happy horsing around until the same time next week <laughs>